just just checking the old phony phone. I got a text message, and this is uh, was it exciting? Great. I'm gonna share this. Look, we're all, we're in a, uh, this last time I'll talk about it, I'm pro- probably, not really. Uh, it's, a, it's a snow vortex here in Dallas. So we're all checking in on each other. So Aww. my dad just sent this to our thread. Note, when wearing two sets of flannel PJ bottoms and sweatpants over that, start planning for the bathroom five minutes before you have to go. <laughs> Seems like at least one of the pants will get the drawstring in a knot. It's hard as hell to untie doing the peeper dance. <laughs> part about this is I am literally wearing two pairs of drawstring pants right now and I've already been through that because I am wearing two pairs of drawstring pants my toilet is frozen and I started my fucking period today so so you need to know what dance that is (laughs) you need to um use the bathroom like really far in it like if you think you're like oh I could probably yeah. go to the bathroom in about 10-15 minutes you need to just uh-huh. head to the bathroom right then and there yeah oh and mine's my mine's like too close to the outside part so it is so cold in there I have the oh. I have to turn on the uh I've got the space heater in there and then I literally I don't know is this gross probably it was so cold that I set my hands on the toilet seat and sat on my hands. Oh, I have done that. Because the toilet that. seat was frozen. Oh, <laughs> my like, God. No. I was going to say, too, do you got a space heater in there? You know, it's not gross. You're the only person who sits on that toilet. So it's not like it's a public yeah, toilet. True. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have done that in public. Oh, my gosh. You've got to get, like, tiny little washcloths and, like, fold them so that they, they they're, like, line the toilet so that you could just sit on the little washcloths. Oh. But- Oh Maybe. my God, that's so luxurious, Amy. Thank you. I just came up with that. I might do that here, even though it's not cold. It's just fat, sounds oh nice. Oh my God. It sounds really I'm, nice. I'm doing that. I'm a, God, my ass is about to have a four-star experience up in here. <laughs> <laughs> and your ass getting a four-star experience is exactly what you're in for when you listen to... <laughs> Banshees and booze. A paranormal <laughs> podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. Woo. Frozen. <laughs> frozen courage. That's what that's what Tammy's uh, serving us today. Girl. I mean. You need to thaw out. I'm surprised you don't have mittens on right now. I don't have mittens, Amy. Um I yeah, it's so funny. I got I got rid of all my cold water or cold water. <laughs> cold weather stuff. Um when I moved to LA. And then I got like, mo- I had to get moderately warm stuff when I went to England. Oh, right. And I thought I was done with that shit. And now, it's <laughs> not true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, even though it's not that cold here in LA, I still have a blanket on my lap like I always do. And I will say this. Mm. We are living in an old house now. It was built in 1938. Yeah. And it is really drafty and it gets crazy cold in the morning. Like we don't sleep with the heat on. It's not enough. But, you know, we're at the time of year we're at night. It's in the 40s, sometimes 30s. But still don't need heat on at night. But then you wake up in the morning and get out from under all those covers and the thermostat. The worst. Thermostat will usually in the morning be at like six. It'll say it's like 62 or 63 in the house. It's cry. But, you know, now I'm an Legitimately, adult and I'm cheap. That's the, th- okay, that's the thing. Co- the reason I am not a morning person is cold. I can't be a morning yes. person in the cold. Same. And I remember when I lived in Chicago and it was just like a nightmare to get myself up in the mornings. And I think about, there were times when I really was, I was like very committed. Like I would go and go to like a spin class before I had to be at work at 7 a.m. You oh know? my God. And the, I swear the only reason I was able to do that is because I was in my 20s. Like honestly, like Probably. today, yep. I'd be like, no, just no. <laughs> like it's 
no thank you <laughs> like I have a spin bike in my apartment right now and I'm like it's too fucking cold oh my like, god yeah Please. I know it'll make me warmer but I'm like I can't I don't first of all I don't want to take clothes off long enough to put on workout clothes oh Second yeah of all honestly my my shower is frozen so I can't take a shower afterwards so that's what I was and my washing machine so I can't clean my clothes you know I can't work out. God, I'd love to. Mother Nature, (laughs) the universe, they're saying no working out, Tammy, even though that 20-year-old inside of you is dying Mm -hmm. to do it. You just can't. Well, that's the worst when it's cold and you just, you're like, oh, yeah, baby, hot shower time. And then Mm. turning off the shower is a nightmare. I can't even do it. And it's not that cold here. I'm like, I bring the towel into the shower with me. Yeah. Reclose the sliding door in the shower, wrap it around me, yes. step immediately into my slippers. I hate getting out of the shower. Yeah. Oh my God, it's the worst. Even if the AC that, is running, I'm like, this is torture. Yeah. That was when I lived in Chicago, like most, even the kind of like not fancy places, the bathrooms had, you know, the what do you call it? The exhaust. Oh. The exhaust would also have like a heat element Mm. to it. Yes. So that when you got out, you didn't die. Yeah. Dead to death of cold because (laughs) that was always a possibility. And I did not mean for this to happen, but I am talking about Chicago, which is great because what's our theme this week, Amy? OMG, it's Illinois. That's right. It's our 50 states of ghosts. Yes. Back at it. That's the theme, technically. The theme yeah. is 50 states oh, of yeah, ghosts. Sure. The, the subject. sub-theme of it is mm-hmm. Illinois. Tammy mm-hmm. pulled Illinois, which is so exciting. And you know, I went back. I had to go back into our all of our old episodes and see, be, mm-hmm. like, we've done a lot that takes place in yeah. Chicago already just because, mm-hmm. like, haunted hotel, haunted mobsters haunted bars and a lot I think of them just... I did Chicago one time I yeah like, my theme was Chicago I yeah. think we actually did have haunted Chicago just for the hell of it before we start doing 50 states of ghosts so I was like ooh, this will be fun we, we're gonna go have to find something new and I challenged mm-hmm. myself actually I just asked my husband because he lived in Chicago for eight years I was like uh what's something that's haunted that's not in Chicago you know anything <laughs> and he did so I did that oh, yeah <laughs> um but I'm dying to know like what you made to drink for today's episode thanks for asking Amy I'm just thrilled about this one. Oh um, gosh my drink this time is called wine um <laughs> I've never heard of it I had two things I was gonna joke about I was gonna call it Eiswein which is a <laughs> German sweet wine that they make by freezing the grapes, which seemed appropriate in my current situation. Hell yeah. Uh, But similarly, um, this is actually true. The last thing I got delivered was from the liquor store (laughs) right before everything literally shut down. Thank God. (laughs) So um, I couldn't make a fun themed drink because we hadn't figured out the things we were going to do yet. So I'm drinking the wine that was in my fridge. (laughs) Which it's also I'm... ice wine because the guy that delivered it, um, I did not realize my porch steps were basically black ice, and he nearly fucking died when he was leaving. <laughs> and I do have a ring camera, and I did catch it all on camera. My favorite part about it is when he starts to lose his footing, and I helpfully say, watch out. <laughs> and then I just stand there in abject horror as this guy, like, Fucking like Scooby Doo feet, like whoa, 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 and like literally, I did, I couldn't do anything, and I was like, oh, watch out, oh, and then he like caught himself. Which, when I was experiencing it, this took place over the course of fifteen solid minutes. The according to the ring video, it was like three seconds. Always, but I tell you what, my whole financial stability flashed before my eyes. I in that fifteen minute three seconds, I definitely tried to figure out who would be liable if this guy broke his fucking ass. Oh, your landlord, me or my landlord. So you'd be fine. You'd be fine. Oh God, Tammy, I'm crying. Holy (laughs) shit! I know what you mean. I'll send you that video. I'll send you that video of me going. Oh, watch out. (laughs) <laughs> Poor guy. 
<laughs> I was even, I was texting my neighbor because we are, we are in solidarity. Ooh. I don't know if I said last time, all of his pipes are frozen. So I've been right. sending buckets of water upstairs to him. Right. Um, right. So, uh, oh God. <laughs> it's cause I have to leave mine running, you know, so it'll, it'll stay. And so we, we've been in, you know, solidarity and I was like, by the way, the front steps are icy. I just discovered, and he and I told him what happened. He's like, "Is that what I heard?" I, was like, yeah. I almost, I almost murdered a fucking Postmates guy. Maybe, um, but I needed that booze, baby. Oh, the it, they're like, "Yep, the booze killed him." Not drinking it, delivering <laughs> yeah. it to delivering it. Which I don't oh. know how he didn't slip when he had the like box. Maybe it was weighing, giving him more weight, weighing him down Must a little. Have. <laughs> yeah, good point. It moved his center of gravity a little lower where it was safe. So that I'm out there. So I'm out there with like a big ass thing of table salt, just like I think this will help. I don't know. And so I, I told him I was like, if you want me to do your steps tomorrow, I'll see if this works. I was like, but FYI, you will not be able to have any ghosts over to stay. That's right. Because they won't be able to get past the salt. You so. are on brand. You are on yeah. brand. I saw a picture that you posted on Instagram. I think of like when the snow came into your house and there was a big thing of like Morton's table salt nearby. And I was like, <laughs> oh, she's either going to attempt to salt the ice or she's putting salt at the edges of her house to get rid of ghosts. Por que no los dos? <laughs> it's a twofer. Yeah. <laughs> Amy. Yes. You asked me what I drank oh. and I went on for 45 minutes. What are you drinking, huh? Um, I'm drinking. So um, my story does not take place in Chicago, but I Googled like cocktails that were either invented in Chicago or like originated or like what are popular in Chicago and through those lists I had to find something that like appealed to me because there was a lot of whiskey and and Mm -hmm. Guinness a lot of Irish stuff you know Irish all the Irish um so I found and this has nothing to do with my research it just has to do with Illinois um it's called the Wrigley Rita and it is it was uh, created at Harry Carey's Tavern by Wrigleyville mm. in Wrigleyville. Yep. Um, oh, I've been drunk there. I'm sure you have. I might have been. I mean, I've been a few times. Um, it's a, it says, it's a margarita made Wrigleyville style, only at Harry Carey's, of course. This one's made of Don Julio Blanco tequila, Contro mm-hmm. orange liqueur, Lime sour, lemon juice, orange juice, a lime wedge, and an orange slice. So here's what I did. I made, I used tequila, but I used <laughs> Casamigos tequila. I used the oh, the George Clooney you, shit. Uh-oh, you made it way too nice. I made it real fancy for Wrigleyville. <laughs> that is not the Wrigleyville way. <laughs> no. No, it's not, but it's the Amyville way. And yeah. uh, so I did the fancy Wrigleyville. Um, and... Uh, and I did, uh, I did put Contro in it. Quantro? Quantro. Quantro. Um, not lime sour, but I squeezed fresh lime in it. I squeezed mm-hmm. fresh lemon in it from my lemon tree. And Shut your fucking adorable face. I have a <gasps> lemon tree in my backyard. It's one of my dreams. My dream. <laughs> well, my dream really is to have lemon, grapefruit, and orange. All the citrus, but... I'll take the lemon. You know, I'm renting. I can't really plant what I want to plant, but I'll take it. And I just got to pick a lemon from my tree and use it for this Wrigley Rita. Um, And then I used, I did not garnish it with a lime wedge and an orange slice because I didn't want to. Um, Yeah, and a splash of OJ. You're frozen, Mm. but I'm sure you can still hear me. Um, Um, I couldn't for a while. I stayed real quiet. Good, good. And I think... Uh, I, it did not seem awkward, but Great. I say, let's do this. I'm announcing it. Let's cheers. And then let's restart this zoom. What do you say? <laughs> oh, I, I'm like, are you telling me we have to start the whole episode over no, again? No, okay, let's, okay, okay. let's just restart the zoom. Let's cheers. And we'll be right back for our, our guests. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. I have to taste this shit. Okay. Oh, okay. Yay. It worked. Thanks for that. Of course. Okay. Here we go. We're uh, back. We we back, bitches. Um, so t- 
Tammy, I was thinking since I went first last time, uh, last week, I would love to hear what you have to say, especially as someone who has lived in Illinois. Oh, as a conscious resident of Illinois who always was aware of the state I was living in. Of course. Um, I'm just I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled to talk about it. Um, So this is great because um, I actually found this. When I was doing research for last week's topic. Oh, my God. And it was so good that I just kept the whole damn thing and was like, I'll use it this week. <laughs> so, oh, how fun. Um, I found this delightful website called ghostresearch.org run by a gentleman known as Dale Kashmirik, Um, And he lives in the state of Illinois, I believe near Chicago and, uh, is a ghost hunter and, uh, does ghost tours and all kinds of things. Cool. The website ghostresearch.org is quite possibly one of my favorite places on the internet. It, uh, it's one of those where you go on and you move your mouse and uh, there's a little ghosty attached to your mouse. Remember when you could do that on a website? Oh, my God, I forgot that used to be a thing. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. I have to go on that. Oh, delightful. Oh, my God. That's so great. And there were, there are just so many different things that they have personally researched and uh, there are write ups of these great things. And I'm basically just going to read it um, because uh, it's well done. So (laughs) here we go from ghostresearch.org. We're going to be talking about. Uh, it's a place in Hickory Hills, Illinois. It's just outside of Cook County. Cook County is where uh, Chicago is. Uh, this is uh, the intersection of 95th Street and Keene Avenue. Uh, it's at the edge of the Cook County Forest Preserves. Mm. It's a haunted intersection. <laughs> but it's very specifically haunted. Mm. Okay. I got chills go. already. Remember, remember last week? Which was just a couple minutes ago for us. Yeah. Uh, when I said I wasn't going to talk about, like, ghost horses just, like, walking because it was boring. I well, get ready. Very much <laughs> remember that young lady. This is where my ghost, uh, my ghost horses were. Okay. <laughs> you knew it. All right. You knew it all along. So horse stables and riding trails were abundant in the area at one time. And many used to... Um, partake of the lush flora and deep calming effect of the forest for horseback riding. However, tragedy has struck Oh, tragedy has struck two. Um, both, okay, I said it was well written and now there's some problems. Um, (laughs) You got this. A person and multiple horses have been killed and injured attempting to cross the busy 95th street that divides the riding trails. Vehicles traveling eastbound often struck those attempting to cross. As the cars approach this intersection, they climb a small rise that obliterates equestrians and riders alike. Oh. When horseback riders are... I think they don't... Okay. So they do mean obliterate in the term that, like, in the sense that they get killed. But what he means is obscures... Meaning you can't see them. Uh, okay. okay. I Look, see. Dale. Um, <laughs> I wonder what state I was in when I copied this. But anyway. Okay. Uh, it's often too late when they're no longer obscured. Then they are obliterated. Okay. Um, the first accident occurred August of 1975 when a 21-year-old woman was thrown more than 50 feet after being struck by a car traveling at a high rate of speed. The injuries to the horse were also so severe that the animal had to be put down. After that, a 29-year-old woman was also killed after being struck by a car not far from that intersection. Uh, And uh, most recently, a 14-year-old mare named Stella. Oh, I should have had a Stella Artois. I couldn't get things delivered. It's a whole thing. You would have um, you would have killed another delivery person. I would have killed another delivery person. He it's would be luck. obliterated. He would be obliterated. <laughs> 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 that tickled me. Tequila does you right, girl. Oh, um, t- especially after rum. Oh, oh. Right? Oh, this oh, is going to be oh. fun. You're like a fucking pirate. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you call a conquistador? No, that's Spain. I'll be a pirate. Feels Aren't right. There, like, Feels pirates good. Pirates from Mexico. Sure. <laughs> I'm one yeah. of them. It's me. Yeah, <laughs> it me. It uh, me. I'm just a pirate from Mexico, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Your last name is Enriquez. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Mexican pirate through marriage. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. You're murdering me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Stella. Stella, this horse, uh, bucked its rider off and it Ooh. ran onto Keene Avenue and was struck and killed by a car. Poor Stella. Oh, Stella. So that's all the real upsetting road rash history of this intersection. Now let's get to the hauntings, shall we? Okay, good, because that stuff was sad. I didn't like that part. It was sad, but you have to do it. Let's get to the part that I will like even least. Okay. Less. Fuck. Okay. There have been many reports of ghostly animals and riders attempting to cross the intersection after dark, long after the nearby horse stables have closed. On one occasion, a husband and wife were traveling eastbound on 95th Street, approaching Keene Avenue. That's the way you're coming if you're going to obliterate someone. Uh, They saw a semi-transparent figure of a horse and rider crossing from north to south. As they came to the top of the hill, suddenly there was no one there. Oh, shit. So during the time of the accidents, there were only stop signs on Keene Avenue and no traffic control on the 95th side of the street. Uh, combine that with a speed limit of 45 miles per hour, limited visibility, spotty fog in a low-lying area just west, and motorists often exceeding the posted speed limit, the ingredients for these are tragedy. I'll Dale. agree with that, Dale. Mm, I mean, it's it's like your Wrigleyville ingredients. You you switch it up a little bit. It's a recipe for disaster. Um, in recent years, signs warning motorists of horse crossing and traffic lights were added, but not before many had perished. I really feel like this um, this particular paragraph belonged somewhere else, but mm-hmm. that's okay. Not um, your fault. Many people who ride their horses in that area often comment that their mounts become quite agitated near this particular area. However, another ghost may have spooked these horses. <gasps> Located very near the northern riding trail is a small gravestone dedicated to Felix the Fire Dog. What? This is the part I read closely. Felix was a mascot of a local fire department, and he never missed a signal fire alarm. Felix was credited with saving many lives and even was taught to climb the fire ladders. Oh, my God. Okay. There have been isolated reports of a canine seen in the vicinity during the years when many of these accidents occurred. Was Felix trying to warn both the horses and riders about the danger of crossing the street? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Let's learn about Felix. Felix was assigned to Engine 25. Um, you don't need to know where in, near Chicago. It was later demolished to make room for the Dan Ryan Expressway. That's the 95. Oh. Um, <laughs> Felix was born in 1910 and grew to be a medium-sized mutt, not a Dalmatian, which oh, I like that they pointed that out. I didn't realize he was the, like that old-timey. Uh, I oh know, right? God, Felix. Um. He was uh, mostly brown and had some black and white patches. Uh, he served, okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. He served the majority of his career with a horse-drawn fire engine. <gasps> I know. Oh, my But then God. later they had, you know, the this engine so apparatus. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he was attributed to saving lives, including those of his fellow firefighters, one afternoon when they couldn't find a way out of a blaze. Felix wandered off and came back barking and led them all to safety. He would also bark furiously if anyone were still alive inside a burning building. Oh, my God, Felix. See? I know. Adopt, don't shop. You don't need a purebred Dalmatian. You need a cute little mutt. Thank you. Dalmatians are dumb. They're so dumb. They're so rude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like them. Me neither. Um, In 1926, while at the scene of a fire... Felix was struck and killed by a car in the line of duty. Oh, Felix. There was a wake for Felix at the firehouse surrounded by an elaborate $400 floral arrangement. 
Whoa. A solid mahogany casket was donated oh. by the owner of a furniture company. Holy shit. The entire neighborhood mourned Felix so much that the schools were closed <gasps> so children could attend the service. Oh, my God. Six children, three boys and three girls, served as pallbearers oh. with tears streaming down their face as they walked their friend to his final resting place. Oh, my God. Eight automobiles and over 20 firefighters traveled from Engine 25 to the northwest corner of Keene and 95th, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. where the wooden casket was interred. Why would they choose that location? Next sentence. Oh. The chief of Engine 25 chose to bury Felix. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> In the Palos Forest Preserve because it was on his way to his parents' home and he attained a special permit to bury him there. Mm. So it kind of seems like he was like, this is kind of a nice place. I'm heading that way. I've got, I'll just I, bury the dog. I here. have permission. It works. Yeah, might as well. Uh, a granite headstone donated by... A company, who cares? Reads Felix number 25, CFD, Chicago Fire Department. Oh my God. There's a bronze sculpture. They loved this dog, right? They've got, there's a huge sculpture, four times the size, yada yada. Oh, anyway. dang. Um, oh shit, that's like the end of the words. I feel like I read a lot more about it. So there's, you know, everyone's theorizing. These poor dumb horses kept getting hit by cars crossing this street because the trail, you had to cross the street to, like, you know, get to the other. Why did the horse cross? Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Felix, who, you know, grew up around horse-drawn fire right? engines and, you know, never leave a man behind, kept oh. trying to warn these horses. So that's why they said they would see... And people, oh you know, their horses would get spooked. And sometimes people would see a little dog. He's like being like, be fucking careful. Be fucking careful. Oh, my good old Felix. Felix just working overtime in the afterlife. <gasps> so once Sweet. again, the horses were boring. Even Stella. <laughs> <laughs> because she bucked off her rider and then ran directly into a fucking car. <laughs> so it's like, sorry, horses. <laughs> Stella's like, Fuck you and fuck you, car. And oops, <laughs> I'm out of here. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm taking you all down with me. <laughs> you know, you should be wild in your heart, horse. Not, yes, yes. Not physically. <laughs> not near an intersection. My God. That was so cute. Oh, I'm my. I'm so glad you liked that. I was like, I'm just, I was like, I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to go with it. Oh, my so. gosh. And I totally understand how you came across that story when you were researching last week's episode because it was about animals and pets. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one had it all. Oh, that was so sweet. Also, also, my New York came out. Also, also. Uh, a $400 floral arrangement in 1926 is yeah. like the fuck $4,000 today for like an animal that's crazy. And I truly skipped over because there was like an entire paragraph where they like enumerate the various upgrading of the statues and monuments oh. to this dog. I mean, more power to him, but dang, like, Felix. Okay. He had a yeah. he had a good life. I mean, 1910 to 1926. That's old for yeah. a dog. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially was... one in the line of duty. Yeah, you know? seriously. Who like actively was in the line of fire no pun intended but good you know boy. <laughs> he's boy. like good boy good boy felix good boy mm-hmm. you'll have this uh we'll have to post a photo of one of felix's bronzed statues on the Instagram oh yeah page. i think i actually have a picture of him climbing a ladder i saw a pic i'll say it this way i saw a picture of a dog climbing a ladder <laughs> i don't know if it was actually felix i'm just but laughing at the I image of a dog climbing a ladder especially after last week's episode two when we're like terrified of animals doing human things like walking on their hind legs climbing ladders i don't know it's a little spooky that was so good that was so so good um well tammy mine is not as heartwarming um it i did uh a prison uh 
in Joliet, Illinois. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I actually didn't look up the location, but my... It's up there somewhere. Yeah. My hubs uh, said that when he used to be on Torco, a second city, and they would tour, they always would pass it in the bus or the mm-hmm. van or whatever they were on. And um, that whenever they passed it, everyone would be like, oh, my God, it looks so spooky. Oh, my God, it's so spooky. And so he, I was like, hey, what's outside of Chicago that mm-hmm. because we've done so much with Chicago that like is haunted? He's like, oh, the Joliet prison. So I did. And they just flat out call it on the Internet. Joliet haunted prison in Joliet, <laughs> Illinois. Hell yeah. And I sorted from assorted. I sourced tequila. I sourced my sources from Chicago hauntings.com, Joliet Wikipedia. And of course, I refused to watch it, Tammy. But Ghost Adventures covered it in an episode. And I was pissed to see that. I was like, God damn damn it those guys do everything is there anything they won't ruin well they're probably in their like nine thousandth episode now you know so it's like i feel like now everything we cover like they've they've soiled it already like trampling a crime scene you know so Mm. i didn't want to look watch that episode because actually this sounds like a really scary place and i didn't want to watch it without you Uh, (laughs) (laughs) let's get real let's get real here i was scared uh and (laughs) mad oh so mad um so it opened joliet prison opened in joliet illinois in night i'm sorry 1858 and it closed in 2002 so like, holy shit, not that long ago. Well, 20, yeah. 20 19 years. Um, oh, don't tell me that. I know. I'm I like, it was like that. a few years like ago. Yesterday. I mean, yeah. God damn it. Oh, uh, 2002 to me was yesterday. And that really, yeah, yeah that blows. Um, so this place is insane. Like I will obviously post pictures, but it is, well, you know, those old prisons, like they're really beautiful, but yeah. also terrifying and spooky mm-hmm. at the same time it's almost like they look they look scary and imposing but they also like they kind of used to build prisons with like a like a little art to them now it's so yes. industrial it's all like yes. flat and crap and not yeah. that I think that's where our money should be going but like, please I know you know yeah. <laughs> nobody's gonna yeah. be like in you know in 50 years, you know, in 2002, uh, nobody's going to be like going and like, oh, look at the majesty of this like Phoenix penitentiary. I don't know why. (laughs) It sounds perfect. Arizona just seems bleak. I know. Like Nevada and Arizona, you know, just whatever correctional facilities they have out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for real, this was designed by like this renowned architect. It was Mm -hmm. like crazy like he designed some insane beautiful buildings including yeah. this prison um oh. as well as like churches and like state houses at, well yeah I mean it was just majestic it's yeah. yeah um privatized prisons man our tax dollars hard at work so uh oh and here's the thing that a lot of people don't currently know but there is a massive its own massive cemetery on the land surrounding it but most people don't know because it's all unmarked graves oh dear and an old newspaper article and they they used to be marked but not anymore um an old newspaper article um in the late 1800s claimed that there were probably at least 1500 graves at that cemetery by 1884 and oh no yo yes and between 1888 and 1905 there were 448 tuberculosis deaths alone at the prison so we're talking now thousands and thousands of bodies buried and that back in the day like the old days like the bodies were only spaced out by a few inches like and they were they were all marked and they were all um, like logged and stuff. So there is this, the author of this one, I, I didn't write down their name. I'm sorry, but it's the one from ChicagoHauntings.com. Like mm-hmm. actually did a lot of their own research and like found the names of the prisoners buried at the oh, cemetery wow. and like what they were incarcerated for. It was crazy. I didn't care about that. I just want the good stuff. So I skipped it. <laughs> um, uh, so... 
this this prison is massive. There is a mattress factory in it, like where prisoners made mattresses. A mattress factory. I've never even thought of that. But of course, one needs to manufacture mattresses. Especially back in the 1800s, you had to have yeah. someone stuff them with hay or whatever yeah. people stuffed you up. You gotta back. be plucking those Pluck damn those feathers. Plucking them geese. (laughs) Plucking them geese, stuffing those pillows. Mm -hmm. There was a mattress factory. And and, and you would either work there or you worked at the kitchen. And it was your responsibility as a prisoner to dig up the grave and bury the the bodies. Um, uh, Yeah. It's It's like a creepy co-op. I know, right? Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Are you on kitchen duty this week or grave digging duty? Fuck. It's like, please, kitchen, please, kitchen. Um, Sleep, eat, die. That's <laughs> what they specialize in. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the graveyard was also like up on like a like a bluff, um, mm. so that if you know, and obviously the prisoners were always watched over, but that way, like they couldn't run off when they were digging graves for you know they could right. they would have to jump and die. Um, so there's like so many crazy stories about like the prisoners who died and how um Mm -hmm. but any i'm just gonna jump into the ghosty stuff so um okay the first ghost story they already starts in the 1860s like the prison opened in 1858 and in the 1860s there was already ghost stories damn yeah so there was a, a man a citizen from joliet um, and he was walking home through the prison cemetery after work. I don't know sure. why you would take that path. It was known to be a cemetery at the time. Mm. Um, and he saw a convict in prison stripes digging a grave. And he was very alarmed because the inmate was the only person in the graveyard. There were no Ooh. fellow convicts. And most importantly, no guard could be seen overseeing his labor. Right. So the citizen man turned to walk toward the prison to report that an inmate was out there alone. Fucking narc. I, I know, right? I'm like, just mind your own business and go home, dude. Um, I was trespassing in your cemetery, yeah. and I just wanted to let you know what your prisoner is doing. Karen. They're out there. <laughs> the first reported Karen. And of course it was a man. Um, So he goes to report the inmate and then it was discovered. uh, They were like, dude, we just took a head count. No one's missing. Like, don't fuck with us. And then also they were like, and no one has died here recently at the prison. So nobody would be out there burying a body or digging a grave. Okay. So the next day, this Karen was like, Uh I refuse to accept this as the truth. I'm going back to the cemetery. And he goes, I want to talk to the cemetery's manager. (laughs) (laughs) He goes back to the cemetery the next day and there was no fresh debt fresh graves no like dug up dirt nothing so (laughs) um there had been an occasion when two like in the also in the 1860s two men were walking by the cemetery and reported that they saw um a spectral figure sitting on one of the grave markers Mm. also those grave markers were just tiny little like wooden sticks with like i looked at many pictures of them they're like they look like miniature little white coffins. They look like an after, like a like a school project, you know, just like mm-hmm. a like an arts and crafts project. So I don't know how anyone could sit on one of those pointy ass, tiny little markers. They look like freaking popsicle sticks on <laughs> steroids, maybe. But I'm like, okay, obviously only a ghost could could sit yeah, their yeah. ass on that. Um. Uh. Oh. Okay. So there was this. Speaking of horses, there was a horse thief, and his name was George Chase. And he uh, was executed at the prison. He got the death mm-hmm. sentence for stealing a horse. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why, but his head was removed after the execution. Was that like a uh, thing? I mean, here's, here's the thing. I don't have a ready explanation as I often do. <laughs> I know. However, I gotta say for some reason that didn't like a thousand percent shock me. Yeah. So I wonder if it's something I have like heard about slash maybe I'm just like eh, they did crazy shit. Right. They did whatever the hell they wanted. They're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, 
you can rape, you can pillage, you can burn a place uh, down, but don't you ever steal a man's horse. I mean, they had a separate word for it. It wasn't just a thief. It was a horse thief. It's like, God right. damn. A like, horse thief. Yeah. So they take off his head after his execution. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, lo and behold, there's a bunch of reports from locals of a headless spirit wandering around the prison burial grounds at night. And yeah. then some claimed that, despite the lack of a pair of lips or a head, duh, uh, the apparition produced a tuneless and eerie whistle. I need a sip of my, what was this called? Wrigley Rita. Oh, Oh, God. Uh, Take me out to the ball game. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that part, that, that sip had too much OJ. Um, I need more tequila. Um, So, oh, like I mentioned, like a lot of people who live around the cemetery now, or even back then, like once they removed the markers, weren't even aware um, that the, what they call the old convict cemetery exists. Um, uh, You moved the headstones, but you left the bodies, you son of a bitch. You know I'm never going to miss the opportunity to do that. You have found so many perfect opportunities, and I'll forever be impressed. Honestly, I I started to think about it, and then when you paused to look for your words, I was like, here we go. (laughs) It was perfect. (laughs) It was my perfect opportunity. So T. Nelson. (laughs) The best. Uh, I still won't watch that movie, though. I'm still too scared. One day. That was one of our very first episodes. We did that movie. Yeah. You did that movie. Um. Ooh, where was I? Oh, okay. So even though like a bunch of residents in the adjoining subdivision of the of the prison, it's called the Hill. Um, they don't know that there is a mass burial site there, and so what's interesting is like they all report like the same things, like not knowing like the history yeah. there. Um, so they they report one of the most common ones was the classic apparition of a woman in white. Um, seen around the old prison field. Um, and then, okay, that's actually it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm skipping some like boring details. Yeah, there was, sure. I'm like, boring. It's all speculation, so I'm skipping that. Um, there, there are tales from locals who fish at an old fishing hole near the old cemetery mm. and without realizing like, oh, it's a, old cemetery and they have shared reports of strange lights in the woods which they claim to have seen in broad daylight um yeah there's like a forested hillside um along the road that flanks the bluff where the bodies are buried and so they see these like spooky lights and then they also tell of a black dog that is spotted by many people walking the path and then the um, when people walk their dogs by that path, like non-ghost <gasps> dogs, mm-hmm. um, they hear like a like a spooky haunting or uh, haunting howling or growling at at their dogs uh, by for no apparent reason. That is not Felix. No, it's not. It's a bad boy, not a good boy like Felix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a former guard, a former prison guard who retired in the 1990s. So we're getting back mm-hmm. more towards you know our youth yeah. now <laughs> sure. um uh, who, uh he spent time overseeing inmates on landscaping duties and um he said that uh on one of his visits um uh to that to the landscaping area with the crew he saw what looked like a man in his uh 20s in very old prison blues walking along the edge of the cemetery enclosure and so the crew approached this man, kind of like, yo, yo, who are you? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and so the prison guard, like, went ahead of the crew and called out, like, hey, because he thought this was an inmate who, like, yeah. escaped and was on his own, un- unsupervised. Um, but the prisoner, who he thought was a real person, didn't respond. Instead, the figure walked right through a hedge and vanished. The officer was reportedly so shooketh that, um, but also amused um, because inmates had formerly shunned work at the cemetery. Uh, what? I don't know what the hell is this saying. Basically, like after that, his crew was like, we're not doing this anymore. It, it's giving us the creeps. Um, and then, okay, so the last thing is this report of um, in 1932, 
This like made international headlines. So in 1932, the neighbors um, around this, this cemetery were all waking up around midnight every night hearing a woman's voice singing very loudly and no one in the neighborhood could figure out what direction it was coming from. Like it all sounded like it was coming from their own like backyards, but the whole neighborhood would hear it. And so it was starting to really disturb them. So it like the men at one point all like gathered together, like kill the beast style, like, you know, with like (laughs) torches and (laughs) broomsticks or whatever the fuck they use. And like find like, okay, who is doing this? Who is doing this? Um, so there were like rumors it was a ghost or it was a, a convict who was purposely trying to disturb the peace. Um, so it, it just always started around the same time. And they said that it was a wo- clearly a woman's voice that sounded like she was singing a church hymn. And um, it was very much believed like after like they even did uh, like spent the night in the cemetery once to see if they could catch whoever was doing this and they still heard the singing, but didn't see or catch anybody doing it. So it was definitely believed to be a ghost in the cemetery, but the cops back then were like, nah, it's just one of our maintenance workers singing beautiful church hymns in his beautiful lady voice. Um, (laughs) But the public was like, "Mm -mm." and it like got super popular because like people just ate that shit up. But, um, Anyway, that was a very scattered uh, account <laughs> of uh I of loved Jul- it. I copied and pasted it from so many sources that it was yeah. all out of chronological order, and I do apologize for that. But no, no. I, I love specifically how when it was a prison, it was built on a bluff, and then when it wasn't a prison, <laughs> it was a hill, a beautiful <laughs> hill. Isn't that great? That is so true. <laughs> Good about catch. Marketing. That is so so true. <laughs> yep. The the mo- the cre- most creative writing one was definitely that like chicagohauntings.com, but it was like a little too flourished for me, you know. Yeah, I feel you. He's yeah. probably the one that said bluff. <laughs> but I feel like a bluff is way more intimidating than a hill. You know? That's true. That's true. I think, I mean, look, I can't imagine bluffs in the middle of Illinois. I don't know. Uh, Isn't everything flat? Uh, yeah. I just imagine like rolling pla- planes. I, I don't I, I don't imagine I don't a, remember. a bluff. So, Amy, I'm going to spring something on you. Mm, what? I'm because not ready. Because I, I know I suddenly remembered... Um, uh, we got a we got an email. We got an email. What? When? I always check. I know. You beat me. We got an email five days ago. I what? Am cheating because it's from a friend of the us. Lolly. Okay. Okay. Oh, Lolly. She also uh, she messaged me on Instagram, and then was like, "Hold on, I'm gonna send an email." And oh <laughs> which I really appreciate. Um, so I haven't read this at all. Oh, my God. Because you are so good at it. I assumed you had read it. So I didn't read it. So I just now opened and saw that it was unopened. So I can't believe it. I'm going like, to read it. It's like part of my morning routine. I'm like, did anyone email the account? I must have clearly not been doing it. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm thrilled that I get to read this to you because you. Uh, hold on. There's another un. Read email from something called Beats by Beefy. <laughs> oh, it's an advertisement. I'm looking at it I right know, now. I, I love it. I love it. Um, okay. Stop looking. So I Oh, sorry. I'm you. looking at Beats by Beefy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got okay. distracted. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Beefy. Here okay. we go. And again, I have not read this. Okay. Unlike all of my research, which I read thoroughly before I read it on the air. Oh, my God. And Lolly okay. writes the best stories. Okay, I'm yeah. so excited. I'm so she excited. Does. I can't believe I live so close to Lolly now, and I still can't fucking see her because of a fucking pandemic. Mm, anyway, no. mm. here we go. I DM'd Tammy about this, but here's the story. Y'all were talking about Teddy Ruxpin in episode 92. I'm way behind. Okay, <laughs> I'm really glad she said that because yeah, she said something to me in the uh message when she dm'd me and was like i can't believe in 92 something about whistling and i was like 
I have no idea what she's talking about. We're like, that was like a hundred <laughs> episodes I, ago. Those, I do not, I do not recall. I don't <laughs> so recall that at I all. I thought about looking it up and then, and then she was like, I'm going to send an email. So I was like, all right, I won't. I do it. remember talking about Teddy Ruxpin though. I do remember that too. Yes, yeah. yes. I think we were talking about haunted toys or something maybe. E- yes, I think we were, I watched an episode of something and this woman had a little kid and his little um, talking bear but like right. we were, we were making a joke because they couldn't like say on the show Teddy, Teddy Ruxpin. They couldn't say Teddy Ruxpin. It was like a generic yeah. Teddy Ruxpin. Mm-hmm. And then I think we just talked about how fucking creepy talking toys are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, great. I'm so glad you think talking toys are creepy. Oh no, Let's I'm already go. scared. I'm taking a sip of my Wrigley Rita. My this is Lalita. My cousin Z had a haunted Furby. Mm-hmm. I spent the night often at her house <laughs> when I was maybe 13 or 14, so 42 years ago. Lale, <laughs> you, you're already making the callbacks, and you haven't even heard this episode yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's psychic. <laughs> oh my God. Good timing. I'm glad I listened to my instincts. Okay. She had a Furby like we all did. Um, not all of us. No. Some of us were poor. Um, I was too okay. old. <laughs> Yeah, some of us were too old and some of us were poor. Um, Okay. One night, we were finally going to sleep. We heard the goddamn Furby open its eyes. I do know what you're... Oh, wait. (laughs) She's she's about to explain what I was about to say. Which sounds weird, but animatronics were real shitty back then, so you could definitely hear it open its eyes. I was going to say, I know what a Furby eye opening sounds like. (laughs) Um, Gen Z wouldn't understand with their (laughs) VR tech. <laughs> Ain't it the truth? Mm-hmm. Uh, we freaked out and hugged each other real close, nervously giggling like the girls we were. So Z, the younger of the two of us, bravely got up and took the batteries out of it. Oh God, I'm really not happy where this is going. Me neither. She crawled back in bed, and everything was fine. We laughed, joked about it, and wouldn't you know that all caps hairy little bastard started talking to us. I'm eating my hand. I'm so scared. She's eating her hair. I distinctly remember us both screaming and getting in trouble with my aunt. I don't remember what we did with the Furby, but I probably blocked it out or something. Oh, and then she said, have y'all done haunted toys? Guess that wasn't the episode. Oh. I don't have a running list, and I'm too lazy to look through all the past episodes. Lolly, same. Same. Oh, uh, she says I see the episode stop at December. They sure did for a while, Lale. We're back. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna finish reading this. It's so sweet. Was this email in bad taste? If B and B is no longer a thing, I hope you at least enjoyed the story. Love y'all, Lale. Oh, That's so Lale, sweet. No. It is a thing. It's, it's a thing again, thing. Lale. We just Irish goodbye. French exited. You know, like. <laughs> We didn't tell anyone. We're just like, hey, let's just take a break. We and barely told each other. No. We just, just all of a stopped. sudden didn't have episodes and didn't, neither of us really made a move to do anymore. And then we were like, do you still want us to do some episodes? Yeah, I want to do some. Okay. Now we're back. You know? Yeah. So thank you, Lolly. Oh my God. Well, Tammy, of course, that reminds me of, I know we know we've talked about it on this podcast before, but when we removed the batteries of your yeah. EMF meter, was it? Yeah. Um, yeah. for our show so that it wouldn't make noise on stage. And what uh-huh. fucking happens? It, it makes noise, noise on, stage. on stage and activated with no mm-hmm. fucking batteries in it. While we were performing our fake funny ghost show and it's the opening scene and Amy and I look at each other and like, I don't know how you've, my experience is that I know my mouth was moving and my lines were coming out <laughs> of my face. But I do not know how because I was having an entire other conversation in my head with you. Oh, our eye. It was one of those like your delivery guy slipping on the ice. It was three seconds that felt like 15 minutes where our (laughs) eyes told each other so much like, okay, we're acknowledging what just happened. We're both totally freaked out, but we still have to say our lines. Okay. I am saying my lines. I think I'm saying Uh my lines. Okay. What the fuck Mm -hmm. just happened? Because right before lights or curtain, we, we went, everything went missing. Uh, yep. You know, like, oh, my God. Oh, that was a different show. Oh, God. Yeah, was, We've had yeah, a lot of really show. freaky shit happen to us. But, yeah. yeah. Once the battery uh, is out and it still functions, that I just can't explain. That's not okay. That's, that's not okay. Not okay. So, uh, we have a little time, I have decided. Um, <laughs> um, I had a dream about our podcast, Amy. You did? I did. 
it was scary. <laughs> Tell me about it. Okay. I had this dream, no joke, two nights ago. Yeah, two nights ago. Um, and it's all very, like, fragmented. But here are the important parts. We had recorded our episode and I in some way knew that I needed to do some like pickup lines right like I it was almost like my experience when I'm editing the podcast I'm listening back to it Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes pausing and going back through things so for some reason so first of all it this was happening in my apartment my current apartment oh motherfucker now I've just freaked myself out because what I'm about to say next is so all right I have nervous tinkles brewing in my bladder (laughs) sorry so in the dream we've recorded the podcast and I need to do the pickup lines so I'm playing it back and I'm playing it back on this old timey like radio right like there's this old timey radio (laughs) and The reason I'm really freaked out is that the old timey radio is set up in my apartment right where I'm sitting right now. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. And I never sit here to record. So that's really freaky. And I didn't like plan this, obviously, because I'm very freaked out right now. So in the dream, I'm I've kind of just recently started playing it. And. I know, like, you know, like, you kind of remember what we said, but then you kind of don't when you have to, like, listen back to it. Yeah. It's like I have this moment of knowing that there's going to be a pause or whatever. So as a joke, I say to the podcast something like, hey there, Tammy and Amy. And the podcast then, like, stops and we both go, did you fucking hear that? Was that you? And I suddenly have this realization that I'm dead and that I'm talking to us and that we're picking me up as a dead person. Oh. And I've never had a dream where I was dead before. So what proceeded to happen was dead Tammy, who was me, like what I was doing, mm-hmm. starts going, oh, no. And that noise Start scaring Tammy and Amy on the old timey radio. Jesus. And we start screaming. And Amy, I a thousand percent woke up actively screaming. (laughs) (laughs) I was out loud screaming. And my fucking cats are like. (laughs) And I like, I was so freaked out. I haven't had a super scary dream like that in a while. That like, cause I need my Fitbit, you know, my heart rate was like 135. I had to like get up and walk around cause I was so fucking scared. Oh my God, Tammy. I feel so sad that you had to experience that. Cause that sounds so fucking scary. It was really scary. I, I was just like it. Thank you. Yeah, I want to hold your hand and give you a hug. Thank you. That is legit terrifying especially when you wake up screaming and your heart rate is like soaring and you know that that's that's fucking terrifying I'm so scared by that like not this is no scooby-doo shit this is like legit I wish I had not remembered that (laughs) dream because now I'm gonna be editing the podcast here in a couple of days oh my god I'm just gonna be like oh my god you have to do it it. on like a Sunday morning when things are chill and the lights are all on and the sun is up with like a Mm -hmm, cup of tea mm -hmm. oh my god (laughs) it's really scary right I'm like gonna be thinking I have to like double dose my gummies tonight because this is like (laughs) terrible I'm gonna be thinking about I'm just like putting myself in there and that is so scary on so many levels like and one of the scariest parts too is like if you're having a dream in a familiar location so specifically where I was standing as the realizing I'm dead person is like legit 10 feet from where I woke up you know what I mean oh where it's like if I just like open my eyes if I were a dead person I could see myself you know like right there god I mean it was just a very annoyed bean looking at me oh Oh, Why are you screaming, woman? Oh my god! Well, just to like realize, like in your dream, that you are dead and that you're yeah. a ghost, scaring yeah. these two podcasters. And I was scaring us. us. Yeah. Oh my, Tammy, I'm <sighs> so scared right now. 
the nervous tinkles are like yeah. really, really here. And the worst part, like too, I, I was, I was I'm very tired. I woke up very early and it's been cold and all oh, this stuff. Sam. And so I was like, oh, it's so nice. I'm going to have wine in this second episode and I'll just conk right out. And now I'm just like, I'm not fucking ever sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, let's hope like that's it as far as like those types of dreams. That is just really weird, especially yeah. like we haven't podcasted in a long time. I mean, I know that we I dropped an episode been, a week ago, but you know. Yeah, I must have just been thinking about it because I knew it was coming up. That's but. just so creepy, though. That's really creepy. You know what that reminded me of? The story that a um, fan submitted to us mm-hmm. about, and it was so creative. And we read it out loud, and it was like um, a ghost telling the story of like ghost hunters who came and was hunting it but it was told in the perspective that when we're hearing it it sounds like it's being haunted I know and it was like and I heard I heard my name being called and I heard hello is anyone there and I saw a flashing red light and the door slammed shut and and then like it turns out that the storyteller was the ghost and it was being right it was being ghost hunted (sighs) by a crew of ghost hunters but it sounds like it's I a didn't person. Have that nightmare. Be- I- <laughs> so that's it reminded me of that. Of being like you're in a dream and you're like, oh wait, I'm the ghost? Yeah. Oh. Also, not to mention what we were just saying, how glad we were that we listened to our souls and took a break. Yeah. So I was dead and I was like, oh, well, I gotta edit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. Better. Better line them up. Better better get ready to edit this podcast here. <laughs> I mean, we already recorded all these before I croaked, so I don't want it's them like to go to waste. <laughs> rest in peace. God, don't hustle in peace. Jesus Christ. You <laughs> this know? is a sign possibly that you are a little overworked <laughs> and need to definitely rest, Tammy. <laughs> I know. I like how I was like, I'm so proud of us for resting. So right now I'm working a full-time job. Well, pr- practically a full-time job. We're working on a lot of things right now. Um, I'm taking two different writing courses. I'm doing this podcast right now. I have, like, another writing project I'm working on. And, you know, just in general, trying to not fucking die of, oh, yeah. of cold, you know? So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and don't forget the pandemic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that little thing. I knew thing. there was something I was forgetting. Yeah. I, I swear, though, like, I had been so worried about the Super Bowl, about people mm. being like super spreaders afterwards. Yeah. And here's the thing. Now that we've all been forced inside our houses for, you know, it'll be a week. Yeah. Those people will hopefully be symptomatic at that point, you know, and then they will stay home. True. So, oh, yeah, that's I'm very really true. hoping. Yeah. The nature is taking its course that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, girl. I'm so spooked for so on so many levels right now. Oh, and I almost unzipped my entire hoodie and I'm wearing nothing under this. (laughs) I mean, literally nothing. Uh, I was nervously playing with my zipper and I'm uh, like. Oh, my God. Oh, you guys. I've got a zipper, too. It's over here on the side. And when you unzip it, I've got two shirts (laughs) under here. I just get sweaty when I'm scared and I am like yeah. so heated up. I have to like go take a shower and eat dinner. No. Oh my, my pits are disgusting. Yeah, same. Right I'm so clammy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, guys, I don't know if oh, anyone yeah. can top that, but Yeah, please. if you've had a real real scary dream that you just want somebody to listen to, I'll do it. Send Hell us yeah. an email. At upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. You can even drop us a line on our cool website where there's a little button that says seen a ghost and you click it and that is at www.banshiesandboost.com. <laughs> That's right. And you can follow us and send us a DM on our Instagram at banshiesandboost. And there's an account on the old Twitter that we barely touch, but check it uh-huh. out. It's banshiesandboost. <laughs> That's right. And please rate, review, and subscribe to Banshees and Booze wherever you listen to your podcasts. And yes, uh, please do. Please do. Yes. Oh, uh, Dan, 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 Amy. Yes, Tammy. 
if you see a ghost. Oh my god. Um, She's literally looking for I know. a ghost <laughs> to get That's some like, advice. Why am I looking any, around my room as if I have notes about have <laughs> jokes ready to go? It's like when you're searching for like a, a word to start off an improv scene and you're just looking yeah. around the uh, uh, ceiling. Mug. <laughs> lamp. Lamp. It's always lamp for me. L- it's light. Lamp. lamp. Doorknob. We used to always get. We used to always get pencil. Yeah. People would always say pencil. pencil. Who uses a pencil? Come on, guys. Who uses a Who pencil? Uses what a are you, pencil? a fucking third grader? Go home. It's eleven thirty p.m. because it's an improv show. A number two pencil. Okay. Oh. Okay. 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 Oh, if yeah. I see, if you see a ghost. Um. If you see a ghost. Um. Uh. Uh. uh buck. Bucket off of your. Of your saddle, like Stella did. Yes, yeah, Stella. <laughs> Stella. Stella scoring. <laughs> hey, Tammy. Oh, yes. If you see a ghost. Uh, pull out your inner Karen and report that shit. Yes, seriously. <laughs> oh, God. And on that note, we're going to go uh, out before something terrifying happens. Amen. Amen, <laughs> Amy. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. large bottle of wine <laughs> tequila i haven't had tequila in so long that's the first thing i tasted here we go rum and tequila amy amy girl i'm gonna get so crunk before my blood work tomorrow <laughs> they're gonna uh, do my blood yes. work in the morning and be like um your liver <laughs> and kidney function be like mm, you're cool okay <laughs> <laughs> okay